the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Jesus and Joe podcast. I am very excited for today's podcast because today all we're going to do is just talk. Um, I asked y'all on my Instagram stories about a week ago and asked y'all for some questions just to see like what y'all needed to know, what I can do to help you, and just to give you some of my pieces of advice on that. And y'all really came through with the questions. Y'all really did. Y'all asked some really deep really good questions that I think a lot of us are wanting the answer to. So today, as I get started, know that this is just my advice. Um, Know that this is what God's word says, and this is what I think about the situation and what I've seen throughout my 23 years of life. And hopefully this can help you in some way. Um, But this is, it's going to be good. It's going to be so, so good. So before I get started, I'm going to let y'all know a little bit about what's going on, what I'm doing with my life and how it's going. So as you all know, I kind of came out with the news this week. I'm working for Ronald McDonald House Charities in Central Florida. So I moved my little self all the way from Tennessee to Florida about two weeks ago, and I'm finally settled. I'm in my new house. I have roommates. It's just a whole new adventure. And so I am in a season of a lot of newness right now. I'm meeting literally everybody and their mother. And um, I haven't had to do that in quite a long time because I grew up in the same town. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I am literally going through something I've never done before. But y'all, just seeing God's hand in every single part of my day has been the coolest thing ever. Like I would do this time and time again if I knew Like, this is what God does whenever he puts you into a new season like this. So if you are being called, if you're feeling led to do something new, go and do it. Like, literally, you will see God move in the biggest ways. So now let's get started. Here we go. Let's just dive into it. So the first question, this is a really good one. It's how do you get through singleness when it's a very strong desire and you've been waiting on it for a really long time? It's a really good question. Um, so fun fact, I have been single basically all of my life. Um, I've never had a boyfriend, so I totally understand um, the strong desire to have somebody to, you know, have that hand to hold, all that kind of stuff. And there would be times where I was like, I don't see anything happening. So why is this desire still on my heart? Why do I have this desire to have a husband when I haven't even had a boyfriend? Like, I don't get it. I came down to the conclusion. I was like, if I haven't seen it, then it's not going to happen. That was a lie that I kept on telling myself that the devil kept trying to put into my head. So if that is something that the devil is telling you, um, remove that in the name of Jesus. Absolutely not. We are not believing that. But this is something that... I brought, I asked my dad one time, I was like, dad, I don't get why I have this desire. Like I want to be married so bad and I want to be with a guy so bad, but I don't see it happening. And he's like, if the desire is put there by the Lord, then he will fulfill it. And I was like, you know what? That is so true. And so I started praying very hard and I actually got to a point where I was like, Lord, like this desire isn't from you. I don't want it. 
because yes, with culture, you see relationships and they are completely just like emphasized and glorified and all that kind of stuff. But I want a relationship that's going to put the kingdom first. That's going to make the kingdom into something so much bigger. And so I know that's not a desire that is from the world, but it's from him. In Ecclesiastes 3, it says that there's a time and a season for everything under the heavens. And so, yes, I know the waiting is hard, but it's so much easier when you have Jesus because that's when you can wait on him and you can ask him for strength. The things that I pray for in my husband are so unique and so distinct. So things that I do when I'm waiting for my husband is I start praying for him. I pray for every single part about him from his heart from his head to the things that he's doing, to things he wants to do and how our dreams can come together as one to make the kingdom something so much bigger than it is. And I start actually writing down prayers that I have prayed for him. I've done that, that helps a lot too. But I also tell myself when I'm getting in those moods where I'm like, I haven't seen it before, I guess it's never gonna happen. But I start telling myself when I'm waiting on him, he is waiting on me. So in that, I'm like, okay, Lord, like, I just want to better myself. I want to make sure I am just tip top shape with spiritually, physically, all that kind of stuff to make sure that I am the best thing that can be presented to him that, you know, he's worth the wait for me and I want to be worth the wait for him. So I know it's hard, but the thing is, is that the Lord wouldn't put the desire there if he wasn't going to fulfill it. He's too good of a God and he is somebody who is completely exceeds all the expectations. So that is what I say for singleness. It's hard, but girl, we are in this together, so don't you worry. Um, what? Okay, number two, the next question is, what is your best piece of advice? So I, when I first saw this question, I had to think about it because I've had lots of good pieces of advice in my life, but there is one specific moment that really just like trumps everything else. And uh, it was a conversation I had with my dad and it was just, I was really low. I was at a really low point in my life where I was so out of control, did not even have a clue on what to do next in my life. A chapter in my life was about to close. I was about to graduate college and I had no clue what I was going to do. So I would call my dad all the time and just sob. I was like, dad, I don't know what to do. But he told me one day, and this truly changed everything for me. He says, Georgia, what is your middle name? And I said, faith. And he said, use it. And that is what has truly been ever since that moment. That is exactly how every single part of my life, every single chapter of my story has always been the title of faith. Jumping into something that may not seem like it's a completely part of your original plan, but knowing that's a part of God's and joining him along with it has been the best experience of my life. If you told me like two years ago, like, hey, Georgia, you're literally going to move to Florida. You're not going to know a soul, but you're going to move there and you're going to get a job and you're going to be so happy. I would have not believed you. I'd be like, girl, you're crazy. But the thing is, is faith is the coolest part of a story because it's something that cannot be written by yourself, but it's written by the author that you know is holding the pen. That is the best. Another good piece of advice that I want to say too is, um, I actually like was talking to my parents one day and I told them, I was like, I'm tired of holding the pen and trying to write my own story. So therefore I was tired of writing my own plan and my own story. And I said, you know what? You, you get to a point where you just want to hand off the pen to the one who knows this story from beginning to end. 
that's just so great because it's like you know that the Lord has written you such a good life and if anyone tells you differently girl then you are just in a really tough season right now and that's okay and the Lord's gonna bring you out of it but to know that the Lord has designed and purposed your life from beginning to end is truly the best thing to know life with Jesus is so much better but yeah that is my best piece of advice I have so many more so maybe we could do a whole podcast on that just Joe pieces of advice we might be doing that we'll see number three Ooh, okay this we're getting into like college questions now um so as y'all know I graduated college in May 2021 so I am about I'm a year I'm a year out of college and so I've learned a lot so here we go one of the questions is what is the hardest part about going to college and how did God help you through it I think with you know, being like 18, going into college, of course, there were a lot of nervous, like nervous feelings and such. But the hardest part, I think for me was probably just the hardest part about college is when you don't know the story, you start, or when you don't know the plan, you start getting stressed, you start getting worried, you start getting doubtful, and you just kind of want to run away from it. All these emotions are not from him. But when you are starting a new chapter with God, and you lean on him for all of your strength, for all your motivation, and for everything inside of you, you start having peace, you start having joy, you start having motivation, and you feel encouraged. You see, whenever you start a new chapter without him, it can be so hard. But that was something I had to learn was going into a new chapter, I only wanted to do it with Jesus because he was the only one that was going to fulfill me in a way that would truly help me succeed and prosper in this new chapter of my life. So that is the hardest part about college, but it's also the best part of college because you truly just let him have the keys. And you're like, okay, Lord, you drive and you just take me wherever you wanna go. It's really cool. And you see so many answered prayers through it. Okay, the set, let's see, another college question is, how do you keep God your focus when life gets really busy and find time? This is a great question, especially for now. So. <laughs> um, so I have been so busy for like the past two weeks, two, no, probably for like the past month. I have just been moving. I have moved actually twice in Florida now. I have been starting a new job. I feel like I haven't had a moment to breathe and it just gets to those moments where you feel so busy that you won't even have any time for yourself. Well, the days that I feel the busiest are the days that I am like, Lord, how can I find you? How can I spend time with you? And all of us are in a car, right? All of us have to get someplace. All of us have to go somewhere. And so worship for me is one of the best pieces of advice I can share with you on those busy days. Use your time in the car to be in worship with him. Start praising his name. Start getting your mindset on the right things. Another thing that I also incorporate into my day as well is Whenever I'm on a lunch break, I can just read, I can read my devotional for the day. Whenever I am on TikTok or social media, I can find a really great, like I can look for those influencers that I know can really help me in my faith. So shout out to Christine Kane. Love her. Um, listen to a podcast throughout the day. I mean, whenever you're walking or working out, like these are really simple ways to incorporate Jesus into your everyday life. Even if you can't just sit down and have a devotional with him. But those are the best ways that I can say, like, that's how I can incorporate Jesus. And it really helps me. It really, really does. And so I hope that helps as well. Oh, I like this one a lot. 
Um, how do you balance your college life with your life as a Christian? I made it become one life. I didn't make it become this separate division of college life to Jesus life. I made it completely one. And I think that's um, an answer that isn't said a lot, but it's something that truly changed my entire life. Honestly, when I brought Jesus into my friendships, when I brought him into my sorority, when I brought him into my classes, when I brought him into that college life, I saw him in ways I've never seen him before. And I know that some people where like, it could be with movies or just like with culture these days that Christianity isn't like the coolest thing on a college campus. But honestly, it kind of is. I, I, in my personal opinion, I think it is. But that is when you can see Jesus and you can see how you stand out from a crowd just by living differently with him. So how do I balance a college life as your life as a Christian? Make it become one. Find the community that wants to grow in Jesus with you. Find the sorority that wants to help you become a better person and has those Christian values. When you're doing a devotional share it with people on your social media. I mean, that's what, those were the little things that I did and I saw him in bigger ways than I ever expected. But I just know that the Lord works in college. He really does. And so all of my friends are going into college. Y'all, you're going to be ready because it's going to be so good. I cannot wait for y'all. It's going to be the best thing ever. Another question is how do you let go of hurt? I have been hurt in the past. Um, there have, there's actually a situation I actually know from the top of my head where, well, I'm still standing here today. And because of that situation, I can see God throughout the entire thing. I have seen why the Lord has let that situation happen and why those choices were made. But how do I let go of it? If I don't let go of the hurt, that's just what's going to hold me back. And I think that's what I have to tell myself, especially whenever I'm trying to move on from it. So if there is something that is hurting you, what I can tell you right now is I don't know personally what you're going through, but Jesus does. And he wants to help you get through it. He doesn't want you to feel hurt anymore, but he wants you to feel at peace and to feel at ease. Hurt is just, an. I feel like sometimes hurt is in there. So it's able to show us the goodness that the Lord has for us coming around the corner. And so it is a season, it is hard, it is hurtful, but the Lord is in it. There is something that is coming around the corner and there's something good, there's forgiveness, there's all this kinds of stuff, but it's coming. So don't worry, I am praying for you. Please just keep on praying with the Lord, ask him for strength, keep on going because it's going to get better. Let's start with a good, okay, let's see. One worship song you could listen for the rest of your life. Oh, that is so easy. So. I have a couple actually, Graves to Gardens, amazing, immaculate. Like that song literally needs all the awards in the entire world, it is so good. Um, another song that's kind of like underrated is Running to the Light by Brandon Lake. I love that song so much. And then an oldie but a goodie is The Scandal of Grace. And that song just literally makes me sob every time. Oh, and also another one too, if y'all have not checked out Eden by Jervis Campbell, Jervis, J-E-R-V-I-S. You totally should because that song, mm, so good. My sister and I listen to that song all the time. Okay, another question. How do you stay motivated in prayer? Ooh, I like this one a lot. So my prayer life has actually changed so much in the past couple of years because I used to see prayer as like a routine kind of thing where 
it's like, okay, like I have to pray and ask the Lord for guidance and strength and worries and blah, blah, blah. No, I just see it as a privilege. Like I am talking to the creator of the universe, the God who is sitting on a mighty throne and still wants to know me, even though I bring nothing to the table, he still wants to work through me. I'm talking to him. It is a conversation where I can be so honest, where I can be so personal with him and no one knows, no one else has to know about it. I see it as a conversation. It's a never ending phone call. It is the best thing that can start my day and something I end my day with. And so do I pray throughout the day? Absolutely. When I was carrying my bed frame from Ikea all the way to my car, I said, Lord, you better help me. You better help me right now. But it's just a small conversation. It's just basically talking to a friend. And I wrote a devotional um, about a year ago. No, not even a year ago. A couple, probably months ago. I wrote a devotional called Besties with Jesus. And there's this part of the devotional where it's like, um, there's a part of the devotional where I talk about how talking to the Lord, praying with the Lord is truly a never ending phone call. It's the best person you can talk to about every single part of your life from what you're sad about, what you're mad about, what you're angry, what you're excited about, all the kind of stuff, and you can bring it to him. Even asking questions like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, he knows, and it's just the coolest thing to talk to him. So that is how I keep motivated in prayer, is knowing I am talking to the one who can make everything better, who can fix my worries, and can make me better and be more like Jesus. Oh, okay. How do you deal with breakup and mending things together? One of my favorite verses to lean back on is Psalms 34, 18. It says, God is close to the brokenhearted. Simple as that. God is close to the brokenhearted. There was a, I can actually see it in my mind. There was a guy that I was talking to and it was your typical football player, basically. And he told me, he was like, after like a day of like hanging out, he's like, oh my goodness, like, let's like start dating. Let's do this. Let's become boyfriend, girlfriend. Like he was so insistent on becoming an official, like relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend. And I was like, um, like, let's just get to know each other just a little bit, just a little bit longer. So, uh, I, uh, So we started like kind of like hanging out like every day for like the next two weeks. And I started becoming like really smitten with him. I was like, "Mm, I really like this guy. And as soon as I told him that I was ready to like take that next step with him to be in a relationship, he started backing off. And in my sphere, I just knew something was up. So I you know, was praying about it. I was like, Lord, I don't understand. Like you brought this guy to me and I thought that he was the one um, why is he acting like this? Well, he broke up, like, he kind of was like, he broke up with me on a Snapchat, literally atrocious. We're not going to talk about it, but he literally was like, I'm done. We're not doing this anymore. And I was like, God, why? Why, why, why? I was so, so sad because this was like the first relationship I was going to be in. I wanted it to be him and it wasn't. And I was truly devastated. And I remember just like, I was on my floor, just sobbing, literally terrible, like, whatever. But um, I remember reading that verse of God is close to the brokenhearted. And that was what I leaned back on. I was like, God, like, I know that this part of my life is really hard right now, but I'm just going to lean on you and ask you for that strength to take those next steps because I feel like I can't take them on my own. Well, guys, you might be wondering what happened. Why did he break up with me? I'll tell you why. He was cheating on me the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
when you feel that little spirit, just like little like, hey, Georgia, like you might just want to not listen to the, listen to the Lord. Just listen to him because it might save you a lot of heartache. Like it should have died for me. But you know what? We live and we learn, people. We live and we learn. If y'all want more stories about that, let me know. I would be more than happy to talk about it. But <laughs> um, okay, next question is, what is your go-to song on Ox? Amazing. Justin Bieber, baby. Duh. That will be playing at my wedding. That song is too good. And I swear, it literally puts me in the best mood. I know. It's just Justin. I don't know. I love Justin Bieber. So great. Um, okay. And then I want to end off with this question. The most simple form of Jesus you can find daily. And I think this is a question I want to ask you. Like, how do you find Jesus daily? It's something that I feel like sometimes in this heart, it's so hard to find. But what I love so much about finding Jesus daily is because I can see him everywhere. I can see him in a smile. I can see him in the sunshine. I can see him in the wind. Like it is so cool to think that everything is orchestrated by him from the people I bump into, to the places that I go, to going outside, to feeling his presence, to knowing that I am exactly where he wants me to be. And he's completely surrounding me with everything that he has. So why don't you tell me, what do you look daily? Like, how do you find Jesus daily? If you can't find him daily, start looking because he's a lot more apparent than you actually realize. He's everywhere. But I think the simplest way that I can find Jesus is just by through a smile. I love smiles because I know joy and happiness comes from my God and my God alone. And so I look for it in smiles. I love smiling at strangers because that's like, you don't know me, I don't know you, but let's let's be happy together. So I think that's like the best thing is truly just finding it through a smile. But also too, when this whole season of my life has been one where it has been marked with boldness and confidence. I have to be bold and talk to people. I have to be confident enough to tell them who I am. And just feeling like those moments of, you know, I'm not in control, but Lord, like I'm going to let you speak through me. That's also a way that I see Jesus. I see him through every single person I meet. And it's the coolest thing. I don't know. I just love, I just love it so much. Jesus is everywhere. And I just hope that y'all get to see him every day. But this is the end of our Q&A. I actually had so much fun with this. So if y'all ever want to do this again, let me know. We'll probably do this. Like we can do this. Like we'll figure it out. Anyways, but I'm going to end this off with prayer because that's what we do here. So here we go. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this listener, Lord. I thank you for her. Lord, I just thank you for this listener, Lord. And I just ask that if there were anything, if there was anything that I said that just kind of resonated with her, God, I pray that you would just remind her that daily that you are with her and that you are helping her through the hurt. You are helping her with these new seasons, God, and you are helping her with finding that way to communicate with her, God, and just to be all around her and to completely surround her. We are so fortunate to have a God like you where we can come to you with all of our problems, all of our anxieties, and all of our worries, and to find complete joy in you. Lord, we love you, and I thank you for today, and it's in your name I pray. Amen. I love you, and I hope you have the very best day. If y'all ever need anything, if you ever have questions, always know my DMs are open.